Are you looking to wager on the best and biggest games in all of sports? Well, guess what? Our friends from Bet Online can make it happen, okay? Don't forget, Major League Baseball is back, and you could pick your winner for the World Series. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's really easy to get started. It really is. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. It's officially ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab their bunny and egg shaped cakes, along with a four pack of hip hop bunnies. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carvel is open seven days a week. Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and open Easter Sunday. So go get your bunny and egg cakes or those four packs of hip-hop bunnies. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hey. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms like Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, of course, Stitcher, Deezer, anywhere you get your podcasts. On your smartphone device, we are brought to you by Tiny Bubbles Laundromat, Stanley Law Offices, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, and our good friends at Rosie's Corner. As you're listening to this and you're in and around Central New York, stop by for Fish Friday. You can put the mac and cheese with it or the french fries or the coleslaw. Don't forget about the burgers, the comfort foods uh, like baked ziti, lasagna, stuffed shells, you name it, four-piece fried chicken with fries. And they've got their giant subs and sandwiches to offer as well as pizza and wing combinations for any and all occasion. It's amazing. Rosie's Corner is getting it done. They've remodeled the whole place. They've got a brand new logo. Uh, so go get them on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, and check out the latest with Rosie's Corner, Route 11 in Brewerton, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor right in front of the Brewerton Bridge. And hey, uh, on your way up to, to Rosie's, go ahead and stop by Ace Hardware as well. Brewerton Ace Hardware, Ace is the place. Sign up for their rewards program today and grab anything you need for inside and outside the home this spring. All right, I want to recap the 2022 Masters. Um, you know, talk a little bit about Scotty Scheffler, talk Tiger Woods, uh, talk leaderboard, talk about the great finishes by Morikawa and uh, Rory McIlroy. Let's first start with Scotty Scheffler. I know that the the talk, of course, is, you know, Tiger and what he did. We'll get to that. But I wanted to talk about the winner first. Um, you know, this guy is on just a heater right now. I mean, when you when you think about what, what he's won, um, remember, this guy hadn't won a tournament, I think, the first week of February. He hadn't had one win. Now, all of a sudden, he's got a bunch of wins, uh, including uh, the Masters, right? And I think when you when you really start breaking down what he's done, what he's won, uh, it's, it's, it's remarkable. Um, you know, here's a guy who was probably an unknown until this year, I would say. I mean, at 25 years old, hadn't really come on the scene 
to the point where we really should pay attention to him week in, week out, like a Dustin Johnson, like a Justin Rose, you know, those kind of players, like a Rory, um, you know, Hideki Matsuyama, not just a, a major winner, but but a, a consistent force on the tour, you know, the Stewart Sinks, uh, those kind of players. Um, and he arrives and, and he wins the Phoenix Open, right? Uh, that was an unbelievable win for him in a raucous environment during, um, you know, Super Bowl week there. And then he comes back uh, just just after that, a couple few weeks, right, and wins the Arnold Palmer. <laughs> you know, really good field there. Uh, and then he wins the Masters. And, you know, uh, it's been pretty darn impressive to watch this guy, the way he handles himself. Um, he's a calm, cool, collected, religious, humble dude, um, you know, who, who just gets it done on the golf course with uh, great iron striking, um, great ball striking, great iron play. Um, an amazing uh, ability to get up and down when needed. He's a terrific putter, um, usually, uh, as well, and that's what's gotten him into this position as well. And by the way, how many people can four-putt the 18th green of the Masters and still win by three strokes? You know, maybe Tiger in 97. Um, so he was fantastic. I mean, he he was great. Now, look, the topic that comes up immediately after we get a Scotty Scheffler winning this tournament and going on a, let's be honest, a pretty darn solid heater here in 2022 is, is this the next great golfer? Is this the next guy who's going to just run off a bunch of majors uh, and, and tournament wins uh, along with it, right? And again, what's amazing is every single time someone does something, right, it, it automatically goes back to one guy, right? It goes back to Tiger Woods, and it just shows you how unbelievable the run was that Tiger had. I mean, I don't care where you go from. You want to go 97 to 99, a couple of major wins there with a 99 PGA, you know, 97 Masters. You want to go Tiger Slam 2000 to 2001, extended into 2002, um, you know, winning a couple more majors. You want to extend it into 05, 06, more open championship wins, Masters. I mean, you can whatever run you want to go on, whatever whatever few few year stretch, all the number one rankings and all that. The run for that long is just absurd. Rory McIlroy finished second in this Masters tournament. He hasn't won a major in eight years. Now Rory McIlroy could walk away from the game right now and be he could just coast into the Hall of Fame, right? I mean the guy's got the guy has four majors. He's won the PGA twice, the U.S. Open once, the Open Championship once. He's got 20 wins on the PGA Tour. He's got 14 on the Euro. He's got an Asian Tour win, a, a Australian win, um, four outside of that. Um, so 32 total wins. And um, you know, I, I just, you know, when you look at when you look at what he's and, and you know what, let's be honest. March, uh, his highest ranking was number one for 106 weeks, starting March of 2012. Um, you know, he's. Tour leading money winner a couple of times. He won two Player of the Year awards. Um, you know, he he uh, you know Byron Nelson award, the Varden Trophy. I mean, he's Rory's resume is really really great. Now he's thirty two years old. He still has a ton of golf left to play. But what I'm getting at is that we thought maybe for him, it was going to be a little bit of a Tiger sort of run in that 12, 13, 14 range, where maybe he could start compiling, get up to like eight, nine, ten you know, uh, uh, major championships. And, you know, turns out that, uh, you know, he's he's stuck on four. Now, four is still a pretty darn good place to be. Uh, it's still a place where, you know, when, when you look at it, you're still way ahead of so many other uh, 
you know, players in the history of golf. Uh, Brooks Kepka, uh, you know, is another guy who right now could just walk away. He's 31, <clears throat> around the same age. You know, he's got um, he's got four major championships, right? Um, two PGAs, two U.S. Open, uh, that 2017, 18, 19 type of stretch. Uh, even in 19, when he didn't win the Open Championship, he finished tied for fourth. Uh, he finished second in the Masters in 2019. So that was like a three-year stretch. But since that point in time, <clears throat> and that's only three years ago, but you get the point, Brooks Kepka has now kind of whittled away, right? Can Scotty Scheffler put together uh, a little bit of a run? You know, can he, can, hell, can he even equal what Rory and Brooks Kepka did for a short, you know, a short period of time, right? Jordan Spieth, another guy. I mean, Jordan Spieth won the 2015 Masters. He wins the U.S. Open same year. He tied for second in the PGA Championship, and then he won an Open Championship in 2017. I mean, there was a, in 2015, a lot of people thought he was just going to sweep the majors, right? Um, and you look at him now, I mean, he's got 15 professional wins, and Jordan Spieth is right in that wheelhouse, you know, he's 28 now, right? Still very, very young, a lot of time left, but Jordan Spieth, we haven't heard from as a major winner. And again, th these aren't criticisms. Uh, I would, you know, Jordan Spieth's F game, I would take, right? Um, but he hasn't won a, a, a major in five years already. So it's very difficult to keep the heater going because golf humbles you. And as Hank Haney always says, it's never been easier than now to win on the PGA Tour because nobody can put together a Tiger-esque run, right? Like, look at John Rahm last year. We thought for a while, oh, boy, here comes John Rahm. He's going to, you know, wins a major, and now John Rahm's starting to struggle. Um, you know, we've seen first time major winners. I remember I just go back to 2003. It's like the, the year that just, it just is ingrained into my head with Mike Weir, you know, winning the masters, Jim Furyk winning, uh, at Olympia fields for the U S open, Ben Curtis winning the open championship. And then the PGA championship I covered at Oak Hill was won by Sean McKeel. Um, and we didn't hear a heck of a lot from those guys, uh, the last, uh, you know, <laughs> the last several, uh, the, 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 the next, several years. We didn't hear from him. Scheffler's game is certainly built to go on a continued heater. Um, we'll see what happens. He has obviously had just a remarkable year so far. Um, I realize that we have the remaining FedEx, you know, contest ready for, for player of the year or mo most, you know, money earnings um, usually can go in hand in hand with, um, you know, the, the, the player of the year. Those are all uh, in play still, right? We've got three more major championships to 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 check out here. Um, but when you look at what Scheffler's done right now, I mean, he's he's the unquestioned leader in the clubhouse, pun intended, in terms of Player of the Year. I mean, he won the Phoenix Open, he won the Arnold Palmer, um, you know, and and he's won now, you know, the Masters, uh, which is just remarkable. He's got ten million bucks in the bank just this year, you know, just this year. So he's. He's rocking and rolling, and, you know, his game is, is terrific. Um, you know, he went 69-67 the first two days. Um, kind of got out ahead there, shot a 71, round three, round four. Another 71 was just good enough, 2.7 million uh, taken home. Uh, Rory McIlroy and Colin Morikawa got some criticism from uh, multiple people, including actually Hank Haney in terms of how they finished, you know, the Masters. Um, they both hold out of the sand on 18, and they were – a pretty fun pairing, to be honest with you. And, you know, Haney was like, oh, I, you know, they act like they acted like they won the Masters and da-da-da. And 
you know, I, I think that's kind of like the grumpy old man, get off my lawn thing. Um, because here, here's the thing, okay? These two guys, when they're playing fairly well, and we're, we're all the same way, right? Um, no matter what your, what your level of play is, how good you are, how bad you are, whatever, uh, pro, amateur, uh, weekend slub, you know, whatever. Um, we're all the same. If we're playing relatively well for us, we love playing the game. People who don't play golf don't understand this, that when you don't play well, the game isn't that enjoyable. It really isn't. I mean, you go out there, you can play, you're still getting outside, maybe you're hanging with your buddies and all the rest, but as a golfer, you want to get better. That's you know, it's part of it. You want to go out and play. If you don't have any expectations and you never play and you never practice, you know, and, and you're just like, yeah, lollygagging, sometimes you don't keep a scorecard, okay, you're a different cat. That's fine. That's fine. Everybody does different things. But Rory McIlroy and Colin Morikawa, they love the game of golf. They're entertaining good people. They're friends. You know, they're both well-respected on the tour. They both have multiple majors. They were not disrespecting the game, and they were not out of line by celebrating the way they did. Because also, here it is, the rarity, the rarity of this um, chipping out like that for a group from the sand, and I believe it was pretty much the same bunker, um, you know, the rarity is, it's there. I mean, how how many people can really do that, you know? So those were great moments. They're awesome moments for golf fans. Um, you know, and, and you know what? Sports are entertaining, okay? They are. And golf is a sport. And so Rory and Morikawa, they were, you know, basically just, I mean, it's very simple. They were just entertaining the crowd, you know? Before I get to Tiger Woods and what's next for him, a quick message from our friends at Credit Karma. Are you paying down old credit card debt? Well, listen, a personal loan could be your solution. Loans usually come up with fixed uh, monthly payments, making them a simple way to help pay off your credit cards. Plus, loans usually have lower interest rates than credit cards do, and Credit Karma can help you find the best option for you. Credit Karma uses your credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you, so you can have a better idea of what loan amount that you are approved for. So go with our friends today at Credit Karma. If you're ready to apply, head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Again, that's creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. Credit Karma, apply with more confidence today. All right, what's next for Tiger Woods, right? Let's get into what's next for him because... This is obviously the big story. Um, you know, Tiger just being out there at all was an absolute, uh, it was just a, a modern miracle. Um, before people want to criticize, obviously, the tough weekend and all these other things, um, you know, from Saturday, Sunday, da da da. And, and I think that the broadcasters kind of lost their mind a little bit with Tiger um, from the standpoint of like, oh, this is the best he's ever looked. And it's like, okay, A, you're beyond prisoner in the moment. And B, no, it's not. Because <laughs> Tiger Woods, even when he won in 2019, was not the 2006 or 5 Tiger. It wasn't the Tiger Slam Tiger. It wasn't the 97 Tiger. It wasn't Tiger winning U.S. Amateurs. I mean, it, was, it wasn't that, that, you know, this, this is a guy who's been through uh, more things than most people at his, at his age. Uh, again, a lot of it's self-inflicted, I understand. But um, 
you know, come on, this guy did not look better in the 2022 Masters than he did 2006 or five Masters or the Tiger Slam or whatever. I mean, come on. Um, so I, I think that, um, you know, let's not get carried away. Now, he finished plus 13, but again, he was one under for day one, and it made a lot of us think, is this honestly happening? Like, is this possible? Can he actually win the tournament? I mean, really, at one under, he was right where he needed to be. I didn't think that it was possible only because, I mean, I didn't say it was 100% impossible, but the the way the body is, I, I don't know, man. I mean, we're talking about before the accident 14 months ago, an accident that should have killed him. I mean, he was going 90 down the freeway and 75 when it hit the tree. Um, uh, he's lucky to be alive. Um you know, even before that, we're dealing with all the lower body, the the, the knee surgeries, um, the five back surgeries, all that shit. And, you know, then you have the crash. And so, um, you know, just the body on day two, you know, he's got to get up. It's hours of icing, you know, in, in, in the ice tub. Uh, he talked about that. It's hours of preparation. It's hours of heat and cold and just getting ready, getting loose, going to the practice. I mean, it's a ton of work for Tiger to get ready to just play one round of golf, right? And he did slog through, and he made it through the four rounds. Um, day two, uh, he was two over. Um, but he grinded through that round, though, man. Holy crap. And he was so he was only plus, you know, plus one going to the weekend. You're like, oh, okay. Uh, but then he goes 78-78, right? And that made it uh, 12 over par extra uh, to the one stroke over. So he finishes at plus 13. Um, and, and the weekend you could just tell, I mean, it was, it was kind of painful watching, you know, Tiger Woods, uh, win, uh, you know, one shot, um, Tiger Woods walking up a hill. Uh, it was awfully difficult to, you know, as he couldn't bend down the entire week, you know, to, to read a putt, he was, he kind of could only go halfway, um, you know, in, in his whole body posture halfway, not halfway as a squat. I mean, it was halfway just bent down a little bit. Um, so he was clearly in pain. You know, I love the Spit and Chicklets podcast, and I had Paul Bissonette on recently. But the reality of the situation is when they talk a lot of golf, Ryan Whitney is a big golfer. He's a former player in hockey and all that. And, again, I love the show. But for him to suggest on that show that Tiger Woods was faking his limping and was trying to draw more drama to the crowd is just absolutely an irresponsible comment. Um, first of all, Tiger Woods, I'm pretty sure, has accomplished a lot more than Ryan Whitney in his day. Um, and second of all, I'm pretty sure that uh, Tiger Woods almost died in a car crash 14 months ago in which they had to spend 14 hours to save his leg. So uh, thanks for your time, Ryan Whitney, but try something else. Um, Tiger Woods criticizing him um, and, and, and accusing him of you know, trying to get more sympathy and, and, and acting dramatic, uh, faking, limping, and all that stuff is just complete and utter garbage. Um, it's just an awful, awful take. So Tiger, at plus 13, he accomplished what he set out to, to do, right? I mean, he, he finished the tournament. Um, he's got uh, a lot to think about as far as the rest of the calendar goes. He committed to St. Andrews, which is his favorite course in the world. Now, what's funny about St. Andrews is I hear all the time, oh, it's a flat course, and it's the easiest one to walk, and it'll have way more energy, and it'll be healthy by then, and blah, blah, blah. But people forget that, yeah, sure, the course is flat, but you can still hit it into bunkers where you have to get into position. Your knees are going to be angled and buckled and all this sort of stuff, and your body will take a beating 
uh, from that. It's also cold. It's windy. It's wet. Those things do not help achy bones. <laughs> they don't help a 46-year-old's body like Tiger that's basically a 50 to 55-year-old body at this current time, maybe more, right? And so all of those things will will take place for uh, Woods. Those will be the challenges. I don't know if he'll play in the PGA Championship um, you know, at Southern Hills here in, in another, what, I guess 30, a little under 30 days. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea what, what's going to happen there. Um, I don't know if he'll play in the U.S. Open, um, uh, you know, which is, is going to take place, you know, in June at Brookline um, or the country club at Brookline, you know, Massachusetts. Um, when you look at the upcoming schedule, and I'll go through a few of these. I mean, he's going to take a few weeks off. There's no doubt. Um, maybe he tries to come back mid-May and play the Byron Nelson PGA Championship. Who knows? I think he's, I think he's actually not going to play the PGA um, I could see him maybe playing the Memorial, um, and then maybe at that point see what the U.S. Open's all about. And you know, if if I were him, and I've said this a few times on some different videos and stuff that I've done, if I were him, I would try to enter in, you know, the Rocket Mortgage and the Barracuda and the Barbasol. Not all of these, but some of them. The John Deere Classic. Right, and the reason I would do that is because Tiger Woods only needs one PGA Tour win in order to be the winningest golfer of all time. He and Sam Snead are tied at 82, so he needs one win, major, non-major, whatever, one win. You know, could he gear up and play the last two tournaments like the BMW and the Tour Championship, and then take the rest of the year off? It's possible. Um, If 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 people are asking for my prediction, I think he plays. I think he takes. You know the another month here and I think he plays um I think he plays in the Byron Nelson I think he skips the PGA right I mean it's about a month away I think he skips the PGA skips the Schwab plays the Memorial skips the Canadian Open plays the U.S. Open skips the Travelers John Deere Genesis Barbasol plays the Open Championship and then that's either it or he rests up all the way through the back end of July all of um, the front end of August, and he comes back and plays, you know, the BMW and the Tour. Um, but the Tour Championship, again, a deep field. It's almost like a major in, in and of itself. Um, we'll see what happens there. But uh, I, I think this is going to be a very, very interesting schedule for Tiger. He's already said he's never going to play a normal schedule again, and I believe him. Um, but let's see what happens here. I, I would expect another four to four to six tournaments played the rest of the year. Um, but again, if I were him, I would play in a couple of those lower tier type deals against weaker fields to try and get that win this year and next year. Now, will Tiger Woods play golf after this year? I think it's a legitimate question because Tiger almost made it kind of feel like, oh yeah, I'm going to play at the home of golf in St. Andrews this year and uh, almost made it kind of sound like a little bit of a swan song. I don't think he's done at the end of the year, but you never know. Um I know that there's a lot of people out there who thought that Tiger should have shut it down uh, after the uh, you know the the domestic situation and, and and the cheating scandal and all the rest. He should have just shut it down for a year or two and just you know gotten his life in order. And but he's not going to do that. He's a competitor. Uh, he was going through a bunch of stuff. His dad had recently died. He joins the Navy SEALs. He was doing stupid physical stuff that helped uh, really turn his life and golf game down, uh, a horrible, into a horrible, horrible hole. Um, 
but I think when you when you look at it, I think there's a possibility that maybe Tiger has, if he's going to play after this year, uh, maybe just a couple years, two, three years left. Uh, maybe be retired by 50, go be a full-time dad, uh, go build golf courses, go work on his, on his foundation. Um, he can always be a celebrity player. You know, he can always come back to the Masters every year. I mean, how cool is this, right? So, like, eventually... Uh, it, it, and this is sad to think about. And Arnold Palmer has already been, you know, has already been dead here for a few years. Um, but Gary Player and Jack Nicklaus. I mean, how much longer are those guys going to be able to go to the first tee at Augusta? Right? How cool will it be? And again, time will time will will heal um, Phil Mickelson and his relationship with a lot of other people. But the next wave of golfers who can be the celebratory on the first tee. You know, Tom Watson was there. Uh, but those guys are getting up there, obviously. I mean, Nicholson's, uh, uh, Nicholson, uh, Nicholas is 82. Uh, Watson, I'm not, I think Watson's, a, he's got to be around that same age. I feel like he's in his upper 70s um, or lower, low 70s, 72. Yeah, he's 72. Um, so Jack's got 10 years on him. Uh, Gary Player looks just absolutely amazing. I mean, the guy, like, never ages and, you know, is dropping down at any point in time to just do, you know, push-ups and whatnot. This guy's 86 years old. Um, just an unbelievable uh, player who also is underrated. I mean, he won nine major championships on the regular tour and nine championships on the champions tour. I mean, it's Gary Player's a stud, but these guys are up there. I mean, they're 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 not getting any younger. None of us are, of course, but these guys are older, like significantly older. And you have to wonder how many years these guys are going to be able to hit the ball off the first tee for the ceremonial uh, shot, right? Um, and and there will come a day. When the master says, okay, we have to turn it over to our our next group. Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, maybe an Ernie Els, you know, maybe Sergio gets thrown in there eventually, you know, some of those type of players, um, which will be cool. You know, it'll be cool. Freddie Couples, you know, just from a popularity standpoint. Um, so we'll see, but it, it'd be pretty, pretty sweet. I mean, that, that, that has been kind of reserved for the elite of the elite. So I don't think you want to water it down again. No, no disrespect to some of the other players, but like, I think you want to keep the level, you know, up where it was, right? I mean, you're going to Tom Watson, Gary player, Jack Nicholas, you're not going to replace with, you know, even though he's won a couple of majors, you're not going to replace him with John Daly and Fred couples with one major and, um, you know, uh, take your pick like a Jim Furyk, no disrespect to those guys, but again, the elite of the elite you want to replace them with Tiger and Phil and, and somebody else. So uh, that, that'll probably happen down the line. But I think Tiger this year, I think we're looking at four to six majors, um, uh, I think next year, this year, next year, maybe the year after, um, played. Uh, maybe maybe after this year he just goes out and plays all the majors and that's it uh, for the next three years. Um, but again, I know that he wants that because he has such a deep appreciation of the history of the game. I know that he wants that 83rd victory, right, to be the winningest player. For a guy who was supposed to shatter Jack Nicklaus's, um, you know, major record, um, you know, coming up short, 15, uh, needs three to tie, four to win it, he ain't going to do it. There's no, there's no, zero chance. Um, but to win one more and become the winningest golfer of all time, still, 
I think stands the test of time for Tiger Woods. So we'll see how much golf he has left to play. Scotty Scheffler, congratulations to him. It wasn't an overly dramatic Masters. It wasn't an amazing Masters. We didn't have a, a back nine Sunday duel. Uh, we didn't have a choke job. We didn't have a lot of that stuff, but we had moments. We had Scheffler, who's just on a bender right now. He's on a golf bender, a heater. Um, you know, we had the holeouts by Rory and Callum Morikawa. Uh, we had Tiger come back. We had Tiger day one and Tiger got through day two. Uh, so we had some big moments, you know, there's no question about that. We had glimpses of certain things from guys like Justin Thomas. Um, but I will close by saying this for as bad as Tiger Woods played on the weekend. Okay. Tiger Woods came back, just coming back was amazing, right? At plus 13, which again, worst masters for him ever, but you know who he still beat? He beat Padraig Harrington, multiple major champion, Adam Scott, Zach Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Brooks Kepka, who both missed the cut, right? Um, he beat, you know, guys like Justin Rose and Gary Woodland. All they missed the cut. Bryson DeChambeau missed the cut, right? Jose Maria Alathabal missed the cut. Paul Casey withdrew. Louis Uzdason withdrew. Cam Young cut, missed it. Larry Mize, right? All these guys. Stuart Cinco had a hole in one, right? Beat them all. Ryan Palmer, Mike Weir won it in two thousand three, missed the cut. Max Homa, Mackenzie Hughes, Daniel Berger, Adam Scott, beat them all. Even at plus 13, a guy who 14 months ago should have died, beat all those players. It's, I mean, it's still, it's still a hell of an accomplishment for Tiger Woods. Thanks for listening to the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Deezer, and more. You can definitely log on to pinstripepassion.com today. Check out all of my Yankees and Major League Baseball coverage there. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, Liverpool Physical Therapy, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, and our great, great friends at Carvel of North Syracuse. Make sure you stop by Carvel for a sweet treat today. They have ice cream cakes for any occasion. And of course, they have your soft serve cones. They have your flying saucers. They've got awesome milkshakes and sundaes at Carvel of North Syracuse. So make sure you stop by Carvel of North Syracuse, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Do want to throw a tip of the cap. Thank you out there as well to Brewer Hardware, Bowers & Company CPAs, and the Swan & Whitaker families for their support of the program. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. Be on the lookout for my ML Sports Take videos all over the major platforms of social media like TikTok, YouTube, IGTV, Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games.
spring has sprung, so make a splash with a new spa from MyHotTub.com. Choose from over 50 spas in stock, new inventory weekly, and prices slash to move fast. Don't let April's showers keep you from a new spa. Visit their huge showroom in Destiny, USA, and ask about their 48-month 0% financing option for credit-qualified buyers. Treat yourself with a new spa from MyHotTub.com. Don't just take our word for it. See for yourself at Destiny, USA. Hurry, these spas won't last. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments. Get started at Chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.